Hi, this is Chris Baldwin, a.k.a. Fight Goddess with Skull Combat Sports Equipment, and you are listening to Eddie Goldman with No Holds Barred. Hi, my name is Melissa Smith from GirlBoxing.org, and I'm listening to No Holds Barred with Eddie Goldman. Once again, this is Eddie Goldman on No Holds Barred. On this edition of the show, we once again spoke with our colleagues Chris Baldwin of The War Room and Melissa Smith of Girl Boxing on The War Room. A video of this discussion has also been posted on the War Sports YouTube page. We spoke with them by Zoom Friday, April 1st, which was Saturday, April 2nd in Australia. Our guest was Martin Stark, founder and CEO of the World Gay Boxing Championships, which takes place February 18th to the 22nd, 2023, in Sydney, Australia, coinciding with Mardi Gras and World Pride. Now, that discussion. What's up, fight fans from around the world? Welcome to the War Room. I am your fight goddess, Chris Baldwin, here with my co-host and my boxing family, award-winning sports journalist, Eddie Goldman, and my girl, women's boxing historian, Melissa Smith. Now, in just a moment, we're going to chop it up with our guest today, Mr. Martin Stark. He is the founder and CEO of the World Gay Boxing Championships. But first, you guys know what I need you to do, and that is hit that like button, hit that subscribe button so you guys can turn those notifications on and get a message whenever we drop a new video. All right, this is, if, and it, you know, you need to do this because you need to subscribe to Sports Justice, this Sports Justice channel because it's our mission to provide our viewers with unfiltered boxing news, insightful commentary, and analysis into the world of corruption and sports governance in general. So you know what to do. Hit that subscribe button. Thank you. Now, what's up, fam? I'm glad to see everybody here today. Uh, Martin Stark, we are, just, we are just thrilled to have you in our space today to talk about what you're doing and what we're, uh, uh, what the gay boxing games are all about. So welcome to the show. Let's take it away, brother. Welcome. It, it's remarkable because a week ago, just on LinkedIn, I just happened to see this in my feed. So I just commented watch the podcast and I've had a previous conversation with Eddie and, and a week later I'm chatting with you amazing peeps but first of all I just want to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land where I currently am the Gamma Regal people paying my respects to elders past present and emerging and I'd like to extend that respect to all Abri Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander and First Nations people. Awesome. Awesome. That is awesome. I love that uh, we do this in our organization. I, I run the L project uh, with um, our board and you, you saw Marna, she's on our board and we uh, always try to start our events, you know, honoring the first people. So that's amazing. I love that intro. Now tell us a little bit more about the gay boxing championships and how did this start? How you're in Sydney, Australia, correct? 
Yeah. And so the go ahead. So the organization is, is World Gay Boxing Championships, and it all started out from an idea I had of getting towards three years ago. So my personal journey with boxing started at the beginning of 2018. I have the rare autoimmune condition, Addison's disease. I almost died at the end of 2017. And I had some PTSD, which reminded me of times in 2006 where I was in two induced comas. Mm. So this is my normal speaking voice when I speak through my throat. Because I remember in my, just prior to my second induced coma, I had a tracheotomy. And I, I remember the feeling and the pressure of my neck being basically unable to breathe, having a tracheotomy performed and then placed on the ventilator and the second injuries camera for the top, sorry, an injuries camera for the second time. And the dreams I experienced in my comas were, were living nightmares. And that caused a lot of PTSD. So at the end of 2017, where I'm almost dying again, my brain connected the previous memories of that with, with my induced coma nightmares. So to get over that, I had a few self-defense classes and the second class just happened to be boxing. Now, I always considered boxing was not for me. At one stage, I probably considered it barbaric. If you can imagine a vegan becoming you know, a butcher, that, that's pretty much my, my transformation. And I was just cataloging my story on Instagram using the hashtag gay boxing. And there were fewer than 1,000 posts that hashtag it. Boxing hashtag had tens of millions of posts. And through that, I wanted to go to the gay games and compete in boxing. I was cheekily calling myself the future world gay boxing champion. Then I discovered that boxing wasn't offered in, at, at the current games. So I had a crazy idea. Why don't I organize the world's first LGBTQ plus boxing competition? So it's called World Gay Boxing Championships to really try and keep it simple. But I'm really about championing equality for everybody and boxing for the entire LGBTQIA plus community. And within our logo, we have the six rainbow colors, but we also have black and brown represented. We also have the two trans colors. So I've tried to make the logo as inclusive as possible. And a good friend of mine designed the logo for us. So here's, here's our logo. Here's all of the colors, World Gay Boxing Championships, two gloves, and we also have all of the, the colors represented in our logo. Nice, very nice. I like that. Yeah, I've hung our trans, bi, inclusive, and it really does make a difference that everyone is included. Even though I think the original idea behind the rainbow flag was that each color represented a nation or a continent, right? So, but I get that now you have to even define it a little further. So um, are we going to have what categories of boxing are we having at this championship game? So, are you how are you categorizing the? So at the moment we have announced our boxing program. So the International Boxing Association released thirteen new weight divisions. We've selected six <clears throat> of those weight divisions. At the moment we've defined having a men's and a women's category. We're working with an organisation called Proud to Play, who are now to be sporting charity in Australia. And they're helping develop our trans and gender diverse policy. So it's important that we actually have community consultation and engagement. And then from that, and I talk about safe participation for everybody. This is psychological and physical safety. You know, boxing is a combat sport. And I'm really concerned at the moment with the, 
the focus on trans women in sport and banning trans women. But how about the safety of trans women? How about the safety of trans men and non-binary people? So at the moment, our policy is being developed for us. And once that's announced and released, we'll be providing further information. But our objective is to make this as safe and inclusive as possible for everybody. And is it elite level or recreational? No, this is uh, amateur boxing. So we have two categories. We have novice, which are people who've done nought and nine bouts and experienced who've done 10 plus more bouts. We're also putting it based on age categories. So youth is 17 to 18, elite, which is 19 to 40. And we have three master divisions, 41 to 50, 51 to 60, 61 to 70 across the six weight divisions. So our weight divisions are very much to, to be as broad as possible. So that way we're, we're matching people based on age, weight category and experience. Our rounds are three by two minute rounds. So we start from a place of inclusion. How can we have people participating in joint boxing in a safe way, but also a competitive way? Our boxing gloves, we're going to go with the 16 ounce gloves. Wow, we, 16 ounce? Uh, you know, it's because it, it's, it's less of an impact. It's less of an impact. <sighs> so really want to look at you there. I'm well, pleased I, I'm not I, I in your... Yeah, in Masters, yeah. you would always use 16. I know, I'm just being gloves. a butthole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I need that old Dykes category, okay? Just listen, give me I'm in there. <laughs> you, you could say that. We were joking in the week. That, can you imagine uh, a sports commentator using the word you just used, which I'm not going to use? But, I could say but it. We okay. also want people to have... We want people to have fun and enjoy themselves. This is about, you know, just creating an environment where people can just box and be themselves. Right. That sounds so much fun. And that's similar to the idea behind the gay games in general, that the gay games are not a LGBTQ version of the Olympics. The Olympics are the elite athletes in all the different sports and have various qualifications. So the gay games are for recreational athletes. And so is this event also for recreational athletes. Even people like you have a novice, even people that are just starting out that don't even have like a big amateur, a big amateur record. And those are the kind of people that are encouraged to, to participate in this. Although I was just thinking about this in, Professional boxing, I I think as far as I know, there may be more, but there's only been in recent years one openly gay male boxer. Um, And there are a number of women, but only one openly gay male of the thousands and thousands of boxers around the world. So that, you know, there's a, a lot that has to be done in the level of professional boxing. It's, I was looking at the website, Melissa, about, you know, the history of women's boxing and not to think that women were not allowed to compete in boxing at the Olympic Games since 2012. But when we look at the history of women's boxing and what LGBTQ plus women have achieved in such a, really, the last few decades for, you know, my, my lifetime, yep. think about Christy Martin. First woman to appear on the same fight card as Mike Tyson, represented by Don King. 
really legitimizing women's boxing, women's sport. Think how many openly LGBTQ plus female Olympic champions, Olympic boxers, world champions. So when we when we talk about an intersectional lens, what women have achieved for the community, it is just remarkable. Yeah, I mean, if you look at Nicola Adams, who you know is the has has the gold medal. She's got what is it an OBE, I think, in yeah. Britain or one of those honors. Openly gay woman. She's married to a woman. She's going to have a baby. Um, Marlon Esparza is a bi athlete. Um, in fact, they were an item. Marlon Esparza won bronze in 2012. So you're absolutely correct. But even within that community, and um, there are still tensions between the, in terms of the perception of femininity and the, and versus a more masculine appearing women and prejudices against more masculine appearing women. So um, there is still a lot of work to do, but I really appreciate that you're, you are raising the, the fact that women have, as they have been pushing through their own, uh, to have their own equity within the sport, they've also been championing um, gender equity, gender fluidity, and um, appearances and strengths of gay women in the sport. Yeah. Yeah, and it comes, that's why the amateur level is still so important in boxing, because if we just, you, you, even if you know a little bit about professional boxing, you look at so many of the top professional boxers were very successful amateurs, Olympians, and, you know, you could go list a whole bunch of them. And if it's unwelcome or people have to be closeted when they're on the amateur level, it's going to be reflected the same way on the the professional level and, and the one recent openly gay male box that I can remember Orlando Cruz he hasn't fought in a couple of years he's 40 years old you know his career might be done he did fight for one of the world title belts he lost that fight but I don't know I don't know of any other ones currently uh, openly competing at this point there may be somebody that I'm not aware of but nobody got as prominent as as he did. But if you start to develop this on the amateur level and build this up, not just people that are, you know, older in their 30s, 40s, and right. 50s, and so forth, but if they start younger, then eventually, assuming, I mean, the amateur boxing, we know, has its own, its own problems and crises. But if that continues, you will see it filter down in the next few years as it should in professional boxing and so on the other hand events like these are important as ends in themselves because most people that become amateurs don't go on to be famous professional boxers champions and, and so forth and it and it will serve to have all sorts of benefits on their own just by do you know by doing this and as you said the gay games uh this does not have boxing and in fact, the gay games was was interesting. Your event was supposed to uh, be after the gay games, but then the gay games got postponed till the end of 2023. So your event is actually going to be before the next edition of the gay games, which is kind of an, an interesting, ironic development. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the last few years in Australia, and I want to bust some myths here, you know, we, we've had the borders were shut for two years. And I remember watching some news reports 
that you have the army and the police walking down the streets. Obviously, oh. there, there have been a few things, but it, it, we're not a police state. Australia is a very welcoming environment. We have a problem like any other nation on earth, but I, I've been so welcomed by the local community. In May, we're going to have a local event. We're going to have our official launch and we're going to have a traditional uh, Aboriginal welcome of country and a smoking ceremony. And the smoking ceremony is really about healing and it's about healing wounds, but it's also welcoming people who are going to be coming to, to Sydney next year. I can imagine Chris in the corner coaching <laughs> people to be the champion. I'm ready. And she's ready. <laughs> and, and, and I'm going to be, hey, you, you better listen because Chris is, is, is wanting you to win. So believe in yourself, be the champ. And I can, everybody's welcome, but it, it, it really is, it's about... It just me just saying crispy in the coach we've all smiled and we're all laughing because we feel included and for me that's been my experience of, of boxing is about feeling included mm-hmm. I, I'd like to share in March beginning of, of March was the Mardi Gras parade in Sydney to my left is Harry Garside Australia's first Olympic medalist in boxing for 33 years he's going down the professional route, and I think he's going to be a, a world champion boxer. So we'll have Australia's first Olympic medal winning boxer for 33 years. I also have Charlie Hall, who's the WBC um, anti-bullying ambassador, the title holder, holding off his WBC bell, and a group of amazing people with wow. just boxing, enjoying the spirit of boxing. But I can't imagine that happening, you know, a few years ago, boxing, having Olympic boxer having a future world boxing champion having a wbc champion an anti-bullying ambassador who are awesome allies saying you know what you're welcome in boxing we're proud of you we want you to enjoy this sport for me that's that grassroots amateur change and that's where why i said the real change happens because 99 percent of professional athletes started in the amateur world Mm -hmm. that's where most people it's going to your local boxing club, it's joining the classes that you do, getting people active and having fun and enjoying the sport for what it is. Absolutely. And and you've gotten, Martin, you've gotten support for your event from virtually every major boxing organization, both professional and amateur, including the four major sanctioning bodies in boxing. It's been amazing that the level of support. Uh, I want to share a story of, of Boxing Australia. I approached them all, uh, July, August in 2020. And literally within two weeks of me sending an email and having a Zoom conversation, the entire board voted to support the championships and issued a press release and are helping us design the programme. Boxing New South Wales, which is the, the state-based organisation, the, the president is a good friend of mine. So in terms of trying to start an event like this, where do you start? You approach the amateur bodies and I've had tremendous support. And I can't stress the importance of, of building relationships and, you know, the WBC, WBA, IBO, WA have just been outstanding. And, you know, WBC, just amazing appointing Charlie as our ambassador from the WBC. It's fantastic. Will you be doing, you know, there's going to be a giant uh, championship fight in your neck part of the world when George Cambosis fights Devin Heaney. Will you be having any outreach with those camps or with the 
promoters to see if there are opportunities to promote your your endeavors? So I, I haven't reached out yet, but that's a great idea because it's important that we actually get ambassadors within the sport as well. Yeah. For, for to the continue community. that, especially yeah. since you're calling this the World Games, and to have that, there will be huge eyes on that yeah. particular event, and it also brings by the pinnacle of um, professional boxing into Australia. You yeah. know, with 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 the performance that Cambosis has and his opportunity uh, to to grow his legacy as a as a fighter, so that should be interesting. One thing that I read that you you stated. Um, about part of what, what stimulated you to do this, which is the notion that many, you said many gay people are reluctant to join black boxing classes due to fear of being unwelcomed. Is that yeah. something that you experienced yourself or how, how are you sensitive to that as an issue? So it, it's not something I've experienced. Where I've been fortunate where I train, I, I've been welcomed, but I do acknowledge that is an issue. Studies I've read that LGBTQ people participate in sport at half the rates, not, are not fully representative in, in gyms and clubs. And my, my view is that most gyms probably don't, aren't being exclusive, but may not understand about inclusion and creating an environment where we feel welcome. It, it could be, you know, the rainbow flag is not maybe seen there. If you go to one gym chain in the city, they may have the rainbow flag, but if you go to, to, to a different location, is the rainbow flag there? It's about having that inclusion policy, but, but, but that whole culture. But I also believe as a community to be courageous and, and, and give something a try. If we always kind of feel from a place of fear, am I going to be welcomed or not? If you go in with that attitude of, you know, I'm going to come here and try it myself and try and be who I am and, Often you may be lifting weights or doing a cycle class or a boxing class. And over a period of time, you might start building friendships or, or meet the same people and you can share who you are. And, and really, I, I talk about the camaraderie of sport. It's the people you meet. It's your sparring crew. It's the people who hold pads for you. Mm. They're the people. Last year, for preparing for my fight, I had three groups of people doing Boxing is for everybody. Happy Pride Month videos. And I mean, but only a few gay people in there holding the rainbow flag. So uh, some of those were actually photos of in the scene and article. So it's, sometimes it takes us to be welcoming of people outside the LGBTQ plus community to come and join us too, yeah, to really to make that change. Well, one well, of the no, things I, I, I want to... Uh, one of the things I wanted to say, just to piggyback on that, Martin, is I do want the gay community, because look at me, okay, I am a masculine woman, I walked into Freddie Roach's wildcard gym, I was one of the a handful of women in there, and everybody was cool, Freddie's an asshole, he's yeah. homophobic, he's misogynistic, but I managed to navigate for two years around all that toxic masculinity, but I learned so much. So I want to say to the gay community, go in there, hold your head high, make yourself known, be proud, really be proud and don't be afraid. Cause I mean, most people aren't going to say anything to you. And if you, if they do, you know, you're in there to learn how to fight. So, you know, learn how to protect yourself at all times. Right. All right. Go ahead, Melissa. What do you got for Martin? Oh, I was going to say that, you know, in an analogous uh, 
commentary. I, as a woman in my 40s, walked into Gleason's gym in 1996, you know, and wow. it was like, okay, I'm here. And I, I couldn't have been more welcomed. Yeah, and, right. it, you know, that experience of crossing that divide was huge. I was anxious. I, I was like having night sweats. I mean, I was <laughs> really, really worried. And it was for nothing. My anxiety right. was misplaced. And, um, and if there were ever any jerks, it's just because they were jerks. Anyway. That's just, right. Regardless of know, what you are. Right. We all, we all knew who not to hug. Because <laughs> they and, were and the, creeps anyway. Yeah, exactly. I'm still in there, you know, at 67. And it's the same jerk. Wow. So it's all all right. And, and comments a reflection on the person making them you know it's exactly. it doesn't it, it's very hard I mean I think it's so much harder with with social media now and I switch off and I don't spend as much time on some platforms as I do others but those comments a reflection on the person and that you know and, and the fear Absolutely. they have because a keyboard warrior would would they hold pads would they have the courage to do a, a boxer size class or you know hit a bag probably not so don't let anybody stop you achieving your dreams. You got to get more more on Twitter because that's where a lot of good discussion is. There's all kinds of different things on boxing, on LGBTQ issues, uh, the crossover between those. Because uh, I know you, you don't you have you've emphasizing more Instagram and Facebook, but I'd say you got a, a Twitter page too. So uh, follow us all back. We'll follow you and follow us all back and we'll retweet each other and that's the way it'll build to to that community exactly another channel social media channel all right uh so look martin what else you want to cover i heard there's a jab 2023 yeah, so challenge tell us about that man cover things i want to cover first of all we've opened nominations for the championships we currently have people from 12 countries have now selected their boxing category so I want to encourage as many people as possible. I want to get as many women, trans, non-binary, insex, queer, lesbian, gay, pansexual, the whole spectrum, and allies to nominate the boxing category. Go to wgbc.org.au and select. And we're a not-for-profit. We're all based by the Australian Sports Foundation, who are a charity. And our current fundraising campaign is called Jabs for Equality. So it's a 14-day shadow boxing challenge where you do 2,023 jabs over the 14 days and you raise funds for WGBC. You also have fun at the same time. So our hashtags are disruption, WGBC 2023, jabs for equality, and jab responsibly with, 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 with the boxing emoji. <laughs> Don't shadow box yourself to death, kids, all right? right in other words... <laughs> Keep it to 200 a day, you'll be fine. It's about 200. <laughs> it, it works out about two minutes a day, but it's a great way to get it's the people active. Way. Yeah. yeah. Right. Do, and, do and two and rounds you, and you're good. Yeah. You've also posted a lot that you're starting to get people to sign up from all around the world uh, to come to the event, which is being done. I'm not sure the exact dates, but it's isn't it being done in coordination with the World Pride that's going on next Yes. Time? So from the 18th to the 22nd of February, 2023, we've got a beautiful venue and Sydney is host of, we have our, the, the Mardi Gras, which is always in February, March, and Sydney is hosting World Pride. 
So the championships are taking place while World Pride is taking place, which is the first time in Asia Pacific and the Southern Hemisphere. So please come. You're going to have so much fun. And summer. Yes. Let me read my passport. (laughs) Yes. Nice. Right on. That's exciting, Martin. I'm, I'm like totally stoked that you got this rolling. I would happy to, you know, volunteer as a as you're one of your amateur coaches, but I want you to know now the commissions here usually try to kick me out because I curse too much. I jump up <laughs> out my seats. I'm screaming at people. They are not happy. They're like, sit down before I kick you out. Ah, this is why I don't like coaching. <laughs> but yeah, we'd really love to get more people now to start the nominating. Yeah, so she'll just that. have First. a little sign around her that says trigger warning, trigger, trigger warning. warning. <laughs> Exactly. I'm terrible at that stuff. All right. So look, Martin, tell everybody where they can find you on your social media platforms, where they can register for the World Boxing Gay Championships and happening next year. So go on to wgbc.org.au and go further down. You see the link to nominate for the your category for the championships, but also the Jabs for Equality Challenge. Our Instagram is WGB Champs. We're on Facebook, World Gay Boxing Championships. LinkedIn, World Gay Boxing Championships. My biggest platform is LinkedIn, so if I'm Martin Stark. Before on my hashtag, my handle now on Instagram is Martin underscore Stark AU. So that, that's the best place to find us. Right on, right on. All right, and I look, folks, this is all we have for today for you. It has been a pleasure, Martin, to have you on our show. Melissa or Eddie, you have anything else you want to cover with Martin before we uh, clock out today? No, I, I just thank you again. This has just been kismet. We literally linked in together a week ago. <laughs> a week ago, it's crazy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you so much awesome. for doing this with us, Martin. Right. Tell everybody where they can find you, my sister. Okay, at Girl Boxing Now on Instagram and Twitter. And my blog is, uh, my website is girlboxing.org. Right on. Eddie, the conscience of combat yeah. sports. On social media, mainly on Twitter at NHB News. My Patreon page is patreon.com slash Eddie Goldman. Subscribe to support independent journalism because you don't see too much of that or next to nothing of that, particularly in the combat sports. And the website is eddiegoldman.com. And th- those are the main places. And of course, here on The War Room. That's right. That's right, folks. And you guys can check us out at warsports.com. That's W-A-A-R sports.com. You can look me up and follow me on Twitter at Angry Afro Radio. I'm on IG where Martin found me, where I found him, <laughs> at Fight Goddess Fitness. Uh, that is it, Fight Goddess Fitness. And look, we will see you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in. Peace, love, and push-ups.